Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk Tom about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic. leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Welcome into another edition of the Causeway Street Podcast, where your Boston Celtics have completed the rebuild. This is it, guys. This is it. Your hey. Boston Celtics just traded for Kyrie Irving and shipped away Isaiah Thomas and a few other pieces. Jake Crowder, Ante Zizi's 2018 first round pick from the Brooklyn Nets is going to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Celtics get Kyrie Irving. So many angles. To break down this trade, we're going to go through every single one of them. Josue Pavone on the mic, alongside Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra, Zach Pelequin was joining us in a second. But uh, we got to go. We got a lot to talk about, right, guys? <laughs> we got, yeah, I would say it's been an eventful um, 24 hours. Biggest trade we've seen in what? How many years now in the NBA? I mean, this is this is up there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you move a guy who was the second best player, you know, arguably a top 10 player. In the NBA, you never see that shit happen. You see it rumored, you never see that shit actually happen. It's crazy. First time a uh, two teams from the Eastern Conference Finals made a trade, that which I, I found that part. I found that hard to believe. No, nah, it's probably the craziest part of this. Yeah, whole but trade. you you would think one of the like end of the bench guys would have got you know would have swapped teams <laughs> no, or something, but like you know, like, first, first time uh, two players that average over twenty five points per game get swapped for each other. Wow! 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 Huge trade, completely changing the landscape. Of uh, of what Danny Ainge wanted to do here, completely. Uh, I want to say what completing the timeline, right? Because now you have 
a little bit of everything. You got, I don't you think got completed the, it though. I think it's complete. I mean, I we're talking he, money I wise. He, I, think big moves, I think he hit big the reset moves? button for three more years. Mm, no. I, I think he extended it, if you ask me. Because now you have a guy who is going to be what? Entering his prime, and that prime could go to, I don't know what, six years or so? I mean, you can't say that by Isaiah Thomas, right? So no, no. from from that angle, that's what Danny Age essentially did. However, my concern is how risky this trade is. It's very risky. Risky? It's risky. No. It is risky, and no. I will tell you why. We'll break it down. We will argue about it because if you don't think this trade is risky, I mean, if, if you don't think trading the second best score to a team that has the best player in the world in LeBron James, if you don't find that risky along with assets – for a team that, let's fade it, they were fading. They were at their lowest point ever since LeBron James has gone back to Cleveland. And the Boston Celtics, the team that's the closest to beating them in the Eastern Conference, swindled them. Just threw some gasoline on that fire that was that was dying out. Okay? And you can't say that's not true. Isaiah Celtics Thomas. Celtics took advantage of a great opportunity. A great opportunity if what happens? If LeBron a James opp- leaves, right? A- that's a That's a big if, Sean. That's it's a big. It's not if. really that big of an if. That's a huge if. How is it not a big if? If LeBron sticks around, you're not telling me they're going to be in the in the Boston Celtics' way for a ne- for, for at least the next two years. You tell me LeBron James is going to is going to fade in the next two years. No. I, I, so we, there's a ton of there's a ton of different things that are going on here. A ton of different things. I mean, risk factor, sure. You, you, the risk factor is giving up the Brooklyn pick if that turns into the number one pick in in the draft and they get the best player in. In the draft next year, and it ends up being some stud that could replace LeBron James. In my opinion, if the Cavs thought that LeBron was staying, they're not trading Kyrie Irving. They're not messing up the core if LeBron James is going to stay. Why would? Because now, if LeBron James stays, you don't have enough money to go out and lock up Isaiah Thomas long term. So why why would you deal a guy you have under your control at a reasonable price tag if you know LeBron James is going to stay? They don't know he's going to stay. They think he's going to leave, which Danny Ainge is an opportunist. We all know that. He sees as a riff. He doesn't care if it's their biggest rival. He knows it's going to be very hard to sign Isaiah Thomas to a max deal. In the uh, unlistened to episode, because we recorded a a nice episode about Isaiah Thomas, what I said was you only trade Isaiah if you can get a top 10 player back. And they did. They did. Kyrie is arguably a top 10 player. Top five, probably. Right. Well. Arguably top five. Well, we'll, we'll figure it do out. Do we have to go back go. to you? Do you want to pull up your uh, top 25 players? <laughs> you don't want to look at my top 25 players. <laughs> Was he like 8C or something like that? Eight, somewhere in there? Eight, uh, 8F. Listen, I, I, okay, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I, I don't like the trade. Okay, I, I like it. We got Kyrie Irving. I like it. I like it. I just think it's risky. And I think if you don't think it's risky, you're out of your mind because no, okay, just, okay. Listen, all right. I get what you're saying about the contract situation. Obviously, there's some moving parts here. It's not as easy as oh, if, if LeBron and and, and uh, Isaiah want to both stick in Cleveland, they can sign them both. I get that. I get it's complicated, but you forget the fact that you have someone like Kevin Love that they can move. That you can clear up some space right there. You have a potential top three pick waiting for you next summer to help push things along. 
And you don't know what's going to happen in that trade where they move Kevin Love. They can move Kevin Love. They can bring somebody in with an expiring contract. They can create more space, and they can go out and get a, a, another free agent. Who's to say? I don't that, care about Cleveland though. Like I, I, me personally, I don't. I care. do. How do you not care about Cleveland if because you're talking about the Boston Celtics and what's in their way of getting back to the NBA Finals? The Celtics got better in this trade. Mm. Long term, the Celtics mm. got better. Long term, yeah. Okay, well, good word. Yeah, long term. Okay, short term. You didn't. How lose, better did they get? You didn't lose anything this year. You're still right behind the Cavs. Without this trade, you're still right behind the Cavs. Agreed. But okay. The Celtics you had a chance anything. to let them fade into the sunset. No, but then they you don't revived get, okay, them. So There's no way the Cleveland Cavaliers would have pulled together a deal remotely close to what they just grabbed from the Celtics. Yes, no chance. Which I get. But then here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't care about the Cavs. The Celtics wouldn't have got Kyrie Irving. That's what you're forgetting I, about. No, I got you. Chuck, like listen. now you got Kyrie Irving on your team. Listen. Like we said, a top ten player. He's locked up okay. for two years. He's probably gonna. I would. I would be surprised if before the end, of, before the start of the season, Kyrie Irving doesn't sign an extension. I will be surprised if that doesn't happen. All right. Listen. Also, long term, I I'm with you, man. This is the right move, and 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 this this is this shows how patient Danny Ainge is, right? Because. I mean, what? Read the list of names that we've been talking about the last two years: right. Jimmy Butler, Demarcus Cousins, I Paul George. Kyrie Irving is better than all those guys. Yes, I and know. He got the best player. I know, but then what's the risk? The risk short is, term, the, Sean. What short you, term? But you still don't lose any ground what's, on the Cavs this year. But what's driving? What are you, so what are you saying? The Celtics can actually beat the Cavs with this team right now? I think it's still a, I think it's still one A, one B, Cavs, Celtics. I don't think anything it's, changes. When was it one A and one B? It wasn't one A and one B before this trade was even put together. The Celtics were behind the Cavs before this that's trade was put together. That's what I'm saying is like the Celtics would have had a better regular season and the Cavs probably would have beat them in the playoffs. Same thing as last year. I don't think we and you know what? The Celtics have Gordon Hayward now. I mean, hello. That's sort of forgotten about when everyone's been talking today. The Celtics have a solidified all-star on the wing, and you get a top 10 player in the NBA. I'll tell you this much. This trade helps him because now there's going to be a lot less pressure on Gordon Hayward to perform because you have Kyrie Irving next to him. So it helps him. I'm with you on that, but I, I just don't see... How the Celtics are going to be in great shape if the Cleveland Cavaliers, if, if LeBron stays put, if they put together another trade, whether, you know, obviously going to have to involve Kevin Love. And who's to say they don't free up enough cast space to bring Paul George to the Cavs? Like, no. why does everyone assume no. LeBron James is just going to LeBron's ship leaving. off and go to Los Angeles? LeBron's I don't understand leaving, that. There's nothing LeBron set in stone when it comes to the NBA. There is nothing set in stone when it comes to the NBA. Are you You're kidding right. me? You're right. Who and predicted LeBron to even go back to Cleveland? I don't know. Maybe somebody did. Chris Broussard, maybe. No, Joel, your Broussard. take on this. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to digest. We've had, what, more than 24 hours to do so, so I'm sure we all have I'm a full. lot to say on the topic. Joel, what's your take on this? What What's your uh, re- reaction? Now that it's not a knee-jerk reaction, what's your reaction after 24 hours? Well, I can't believe that the Cavs actually traded Kyrie Irving, let alone to the Celtics. Like, I didn't think that was going to happen because just because a player demands a trade doesn't mean it has to happen. Agreed, and we talked about that before. I, I wasn't completely sold that it was going to happen because I thought that the Cavs would do whatever it took to keep LeBron happy, but I guess that's how that's how destroyed the relationship is. It has to be, right? I also believe that um, both teams got slightly better. I think this evens a playing field for both squads. Slightly better? I said slightly better. Huh. Both teams. Huh. Not a lot better. Slightly better. 54 wins to 55 wins now? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. I don't think we ever talked about that, but okay. <laughs> I don't think we put a number on <laughs> there. Hypothetical. <but> okay. <laughs> Hypothetical, okay. 
Um, I don't know. I just I just feel like it's just weird that the Cavs gave into Kyrie's demands like that, and and Danny hopped on an opportunity to to make his team better, but at the same time he kind of helped a rival make, make them better as well. Because what was the biggest issue with with the Cleveland last year in the, in the finals? Their bench. Their bench was awful. Mm. Deron Williams was getting laughed at every time he came into the game by everybody, by the fucking by the Warriors bench. Yeah, when, th- when yeah. Sean Livingston is laughing at you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, no, you got a problem. Yeah, that's uh, that's when you retire. That <laughs> yeah, you, like, had, yeah, you had yeah, Richard yeah. Jefferson playing like heavy the cookie, minutes, playing cookie. heavy Shut minutes. Shut up! Is that his nickname? Yeah, it's my nickname for him. I was gonna <laughs> say I thought that was real. The sugar cookie, the sugar cookie. Okay, <laughs> and then you had and then you had Kyle Corver where you didn't know what you were gonna get out of him. Right. One day he, he was he would shoot lights out. The other, next he's but they nowhere invested to be a lot in their bench. They invested a lot, but this in time, their bench. but yeah, so. Other than Jose Calderon and Derrick Rose. Hey, don't forget Derrick Rose, yeah, man. Other Check than Jose Calderon, back. Derrick Rose. So y'all both just going to disrespect my boy, Jeff. Hold on. I'm getting to it. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. <laughs> okay. Let me get to it. Ah. Other than, it should have been first. Other than, other than yeah, those two. Celtics going to take this. Celtics going to take this. Now that you mentioned the roster. Yeah. Other, other, sure. <laughs> other than those two and Jeff Green, now you add Jay Crowder, who how long have we been saying that on a championship team, he's a six man? Right, he's a James Posey. That's my that's my uh, that's probably my line. probably better because he's more he's more athletic. He's he's more versatile. He can shoot the three. He can defend. He, and LeBron doesn't have to worry about playing 42, 43 minutes, whatever the case may be. He led the, led the league last year in minutes played. Right, Isaiah Thomas was the leading scorer in the East last year. Right, but so and I I get everything you're saying. Like from Cleveland's perspective. This is the best oh, oh, haul on, they were going to get. And D Wade is probably going to going to sign with Cleveland as well. Yeah, that's happening. <laughs> right. yeah, so, yeah, that's happening. So you know, I mean, you upgraded you you upgraded your bench. You at least your six man. This is the best deal they could get in terms of like in terms of like deal. talent for a point guard swapping another point guard, like an all star point guard for another all star point guard, right? If you look at the, if you look at uh, Kyrie's numbers and and Isaiah's career numbers, they're not that far off, mm-hmm. even though. Kyrie has been to the finals three times, but thank you. LeBron. He's never been, but he's never been a number one guy like Isaiah has. That's yet to, That's be, yet to be seen. Yeah. So, so he, here's here's I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna put my put my feelings out there. Okay, this is mm. my initial reaction to this trade. Let him out, man. Is so I can't stand people all of a sudden just saying this is the worst trade ever. You give up Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder and a broken pick. This is awful because I get it. Like I get it that. Boston loved Isaiah Thomas, right? You have to look at it like, okay, Isaiah was great. We got the best out of Isaiah. Can I I add one thing before you continue? I think people are more pissed because they felt like they gave away too much. That's just my no, and I think yeah, agree. I think think when you say too much, I think you're going to say right now. I think the too much is the love for Isaiah Thomas. No, No. it's the Brooklyn pick. It's the Crowder and the the Brooklyn pick. Crowder, I I can see because you're not obviously. We talked about this before. On paper, you're not going to trade him straight up Isaiah for for Kyrie. It doesn't work. Who's the next best option in terms of a team friendly deal and and. and someone who, who who delivers on both sides of the floor. Well, Crowder, especially Crowder. I, love I mean, Crowder. we knew I love if this Crowder, trade was going to go down, trade piece. right? Exactly. He's always been a trade. We piece. knew if this trade was going to go down, Crowder had to be part of it. However, you include the him in the right Brooklyn deal. Pick, I think, 
is what is, is sort of bothering some people. But let's let's be honest. That, that's a, that, that's the minority, right? The majority of Celtics fans like this deal. No, you should have said. So many people are crying on Twitter. Oh, we can't mm, get rid of Isaiah. Knee jerk reaction, Sean. Yeah. They're knee jerk reaction. That's Twitter, though. That's, but I just think it's yeah. knee jerk reaction. All right, I'll, and and I heard a lot of people on the radio today saying the same exact thing, calling him with the same exact thing. But I'm am just gonna say this. All right, what would you say? You 60, 40 a, then? Sports radios listeners and Twitter. Okay. But who? All right. What are you talking to? What, what would you say? Just getting their voice out there, man. What would you say then? Sixty forty? I, I, no. In I, favor of the trade? I would say a lot of people think we gave up too much, but you really didn't because the Brooklyn pick had to be dealt to get a guy like Kyrie Irving. I think we all knew that. Like you're going to give up the Brooklyn pick. You're not going to give it up for. Mm, you could have put the Philly pick in there. No, you can't put the Philly pick in there, but. I would put the money reason, on that they had a debate about that. The, oh, they it, definitely had a debate. But, yeah. you know, Cleveland was like, no, we want the Brooklyn pick. We don't want yeah. that. But the beauty of Danny Ainge, which goes back to, uh, like, three things ago that I was mad about. But when he <laughs> traded Markel Fultz. Episodes? Right? <laughs> no, like, three, like, things. <laughs> three off-season This uh, off-season has been that, fucking nuts, that man. That has pissed off know. Sean Dutra. I got you. But. I mean, he was able to get that first-round draft pick next year, and we said, what if he has a number one and two pick? What the hell are they going to do? He gave him leverage to give up this pick. So it gave him leverage, and you had to expect he was going to deal the Brooklyn pick for a guy like Kyrie Irving. Now, what I was saying is that people think it's too much because it's Isaiah Thomas and the Brooklyn pick. So they, But the problem is, is that you were going, you were coming to a crossroads. Right now was the crossroads pretty much. Mm-hmm. This was the last opportunity you had to not feel forced into signing Isaiah Thomas, right? This was the last opportunity you had. I, I, I thought I really wish I put out that episode before. No, I, no, hold on. I thought that if they weren't able to trade Isaiah Thomas, they should have given him the max deal, right? But what did I tell you? My fear was that you'd get two good years out of Isaiah, and then he starts breaking apart when well, you have that, Like we said in that last episode, we right. said three-year deal if you can do it. But you wouldn't be able to do that. He's going to get more. He's going to get a ton of money. Mm. You're going to have to... Now you are free of that burden. You have Kyrie Irving. You have a, a replaceable player if not an upgrade over Isaiah Thomas. But you assume he's going to resign after, after, the, after 2019. Even if not, you still have him locked up, and then you can see what happens with Tatum. You can see what happens with Brown. This, this is a so way. Then, then you have no point guard again. Why are you? Okay. No, they're going to re him up. Yes. Yeah. You, you, will, I mean, you will spend money on Kyrie Irving. If you were going to spend money on Isaiah Thomas because he was your player, you 1,000% will spend that money on Isaiah Thomas. I mean, I mean uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I already did it earlier in the episode, man. Yeah. I'm all mixed up. I mean, that, that, you know what I mean? So I would say if you have to re-sign anybody, you want it to be Kyrie Irving over Isaiah Thomas. No That's offense fine. to Isaiah. That's fine. That's fine. Right? But, but you got a player that you can replace Isaiah with, and you don't have to take that chance of signing him long-term. Yeah, because okay. if we're talking longevity, I mean, it's not even close. So Kyrie Irving has, long, long, yeah, has so a longevity so over so Isaiah. So why don't you talk about an extension possibly after next season instead of two years from now? Well, I, I don't know. I don't – I just – I I have a feeling that Danny's just want, wants to be like – because if you think about it, you still got him locked up to a team-friendly deal. They, it's not like football where you rip up the contracts or whatever and you start – Paying him now. Like, look what Harden did. Harden had a few more years on his contract, signed a big extension. I think you could get, obviously, we better not sign up for any type of $47 million. Get out of here with that. I don't even think we can. But if you're able to lock him up and get that certainty now, and then you know you have Tatum for the next, what, four years. You have Brown for the next three years. You have Hayward for the next four years. That then is a core you have locked up for four years. 
that you can feel good about, and there's no question marks in there other than Tatum obviously never playing a game in the NBA. But, I mean, you're not locked in him. He's, he's short money, though, right? Yeah, Buscelli. Right. No, but, but, they're, but they're short money. The guys you have signed up long term, right. you're confident about. Obviously, you're confident about Hayward. And then if you, you – you're as Danny Ainge, right, if, if you're going to spend $30 million, if you're going to spend $30 million a year and you have to pick between paying – a thirty-year-old tw- Isaiah Thomas coming off hip a hip injury that made him miss the Eastern Conference Finals, and playing a whole season rather than Kyrie Irving, who's four years younger, who you'll re-sign him, still two years younger than Isaiah is right now. Who's had surgery, by the way? Who has had surgery? But mm-hmm. let's not forget that. Has he been? He, he when did when did he have surgery though? When did he have surgery? When he was like twenty-one, dude. When he was twenty-two. Right, so two, Isaiah. It was, it was two years ago. So okay, so that yeah, was I mean, the, guy, was the guys. Come on, he's the, the, fine. But the guy's been battling injuries since he was a teenager. Let's let's face it. Do we have to bring up his, his Duke career if you want to? Do we have to bring up the fact that he sat out that NBA finals see, is, not this, too long this, ago? This is what I'm talking about. People, I, all I want is people to see both sides. I, I get I, it. I, I get it. I get the shining the shining lights of Kyrie Irving, a top ten player. In it's the NBA. sexy. It's, it's a sexy, sexy it's trade. It's, it's something that that. You, if if you want to bring back the firework term, finally Celtics finally pulled this is, off. This bang se- bang! You know this, what I mean? Finally, <laughs> this summer is fireworks. Finally yes. pulled that off. But then there's the other side of it. We can't just sit there. We can't just sit as you know. I think that was a people bomb. who cover the Celtics and just assume that like yeah, this is this is it. Nothing nothing else is gonna be nothing else is gonna happen. No. Right, Kyrie is definitely not gonna get injured, or Kyrie is definitely gonna resign after two years or a year or whatever the case may be. You know, I'm just. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying. I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's I'm not. not, I'm, not it, saying, I'm not saying that. Oh, that was a dumb mistake. You, you know, Isaiah was the guy after everything he'd been through. No, I'm not saying that. It's a business. At the end of the day, right? Despite what Evan Turner said on Twitter, despite what other ex teammates of his have said, we've seen this time and time again with yeah, Danny you Ainge. Can't, you can't. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. You know, traded Rajon Rondo after giving him the captain title. Like weeks after that happened, you still over, you, no. You I'm over just saying, yet, but that's just an example. That's just an example. I'm just just an example. That's just an example. I know because and that's an, that's another that's another that's another example of someone that was that came off an injury. Oh, is he going to be the same again? Oh, he's going to command max money. Uh, let me deal him now before you know you know I can't pay him what he wants. Well, and I, that's hard. It, it, that's kind of the same thing with it's Isaiah. The, it's the Belichick move. I get it. It's the but, Belichick move. But the, Trade him right before they become a free agent. Right. And it, but the risk is now with Cleveland. They have the guy who has one year left on his deal. That's fine, but you do do you do kind of give uh, a Cleveland a chip to use. Sure. Not, not not a trading chip, but a, like a chip to use. Be like, oh, hey, LeBron, you know, we did this for you. You know, we didn't drop off too much, or actually, we kind of got better because we added other other pieces. We're still gonna be in the. We're finals still gonna next be year. in the finals, right. and guess what? We could probably make another deal in the middle of the season because we do that every fucking year since you've been here. <laughs> we always pull off any kind of deal that you want or so that's true. your kind of player that you're looking that's for. That's why you don't know what don't they're going to pull gonna off happen. mid-season. Exactly. It, it's impossible to predict. They're going to do everything in their power to try to keep LeBron in Cleveland, a team that the Celtics are battling to make it to the finals. Forget winning the finals, just making it to the finals, and you kind of had a hand in that. Yeah, but I, I, just, I, I guess I want to say one more thing probably before we – we get Zach on. Yeah, we're going to get Zach on. I just wanted to say one more. Uh, or I just wanted to throw yeah, out a question, just, but go you ahead. You just do it. No, go you ahead, man. I'm going to throw out no, one more no, question. You just come. You got, no, you got him. I'm just kidding. I'm messing with you. Yeah. Uh, no, all, all <laughs> I want to say is this. All I want to say is this. Is that I want to make my, my, my stance on this very clear. I love Isaiah Thomas, okay? I love Isaiah Thomas. I'm not happy he's not on the Celtics anymore. It hurts a little bit inside, but it's worth it. Every the, This move is 
worth it. So you can't. And I saw this a lot on Twitter. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong Twitter people, but people were nasty on Twitter today saying like, oh, yeah, forget Isaiah. People were burning Isaiah Thomas jerseys today in Boston. That was ridiculous. What the fuck is that? That's funny. I, I, what I the fuck is that? I didn't see one actual video, but I just saw so many tweets about it. And I couldn't Stupid. believe how, how many tweets I saw about it because, I mean, that, that may, it must have been a good amount of people who did it if, if that many people on Twitter it's were actually ca- tweeting about it. It's the casual fans who don't. They just heard he got traded and – they're like, oh, he wanted out of here, and that's his not. Yeah. It was not in his control, obviously. Uh, obviously, uh, all I know is that Isaiah <laughs> Thomas had the, probably two and a half of the best seasons in Celtics basketball that I've seen in a very long time. So I mean, Isaiah and Crowder was my boy. I mean, it's tough to see him go, but you gonna bring your jersey too, your Crowder jersey? No, man, I'm gonna. <laughs> go. I forgot you got a Crowder jersey. Shit, I got a Crowder jersey. <laughs> he made he, he made he made the Celtics telecast plenty of times with that jersey. Oh yeah, oh that's right. Rapping oh, way to the fullest. Yeah. Sean made the hype video for what, <laughs> two playoffs ago. He was on the big screen. I saw him. Uh, I yeah. seen it. Seen it. But yeah, I'm gonna admit they they rebuild they rebuilt the Celtics. They got us to where we are. I mean, we I, owe all of this. All you can say is thank you, Isaiah Thomas. I think those two players think, were the heart you, of Jay Crowder. I, mean, I don't think maybe Avery too. Yeah, but those three players they it, were they were the heart of the team. I don't right. think anybody's anyone at this table is saying good riddance to Isaiah I know, Thomas. But right? I'm, no, no. It's fair to say. No, no, no. Without him, there's no Al Horford. Just wait. There's no, if I didn't say no, this, you should have seen no Hayward. Hayward. There's you no should Hayward. see the YouTube comments. If we didn't, if I didn't preface this, they'd be they'd be killing us. <laughs> all right, can we all agree on this before we bring Zach into us? Um, the that. Celtics gave up a lot, but they didn't give up too much, right? No, because you got Kyrie and you kept Tatum. And yes. you kept Brown. I was waiting for you to say that. I was waiting for one of you guys to say that. Well, I, no that was Brown, no Tatum. That, yeah, that, that's what I. That was, that was why when we talked about this trade before, the proposed trade was this instead is, of Zizid. This is before we're in front of mics, though. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm saying I, I'm trying to bring episodes, that up for the listeners. The Kyrie, episodes, the Kyrie yeah. episode we did yeah. was the that they oh, needed Brown or Tatum, and the, would you give him up? The lost episode. You no way no. before. The, the, Way before, really, no, literally, the, the, the literally the last episode when we were talking about how much is is Isaiah Thomas worth. I gotta check the tape. I think we talked about when we went into the Kyrie demanding a trade type thing. We said, how does this, how does Kyrie Irving demanding a trade affect the Celtics? No, oh, so not the lot unheard episode, not the unheard, the, yeah, la, okay, the, la, the last you. one that's posted. All right, so the last time we were all in front of Mike's was actually forty eight hours before the trade went down, <laughs> and uh, that's the last episode we're referring to. Still less than that, probably like thirty six some hours ago. No, it, it was it was it was yeah. like it was like it was midnight. Like, it was after midnight was, on, on Sunday night. Yeah, so 30, 36 hours. Yeah, thirty six hours. Day and a half. Okay, guys. Zach Pelequin was on with us, and uh, he had a lot to say about Isaiah Thomas, and he actually had a lot to say also about this uh, scenario if the Celtics were to trade for Kyrie Irving. Okay, so let, let, let's start with the whole Kyrie Irving situation. Um, I mean, it's obvious from the conversation we've had in the past that you would love to see Kyrie in that position instead of Isaiah Thomas. Do you think the Celtics would make a big mistake in not trying to figure out a deal? Or do you are you afraid the Celtics would give up too much for Kyrie Irving? What's your take on the Kyrie Irving situation? It's a, it's a tough one. And would I rather see Kyrie over Isaiah? Yes, but I say that because of the fact that, one, he has a much more appealing contract situation right now. That's probably the biggest thing. But, two, I will be honest, I think Kyrie is a better player than Isaiah Thomas all around. And I know that everyone's going to throw in the face, well, he's not that good defensively, and, and Kyrie's barely he hasn't had a season as good as Isaiah Thomas just had he's never had a season that good so in terms of if you want to measure one against the other Isaiah Thomas is technically the better player in terms of the highest of the the high that we've ever seen in his career Kyrie Irving is what 25 years old right now at the end of the day you've got a younger player on a better contract who 
physically, a lot of people would say is probably going to be able to live up to the beating he's going to take night in, night out in the NBA, being a little bit bigger and a little bit more physically capable. And whereas you have an Isaiah Thomas, that I think there's a lot of people out there that are waiting for his decline. And that's the sad part is that, you know, he's done a great stuff. I, mean, I don't want to take anything away from Isaiah Thomas as a basketball player. He's a fantastic basketball player. He's a great leader. And like you said, he's probably the main attraction that has gotten Gordon Hayward and Al Horford through the door over the last two years. One of the most painful realizations about Isaiah Thomas is that we've never seen a player under six feet tall do what he's done. We've never seen a player have this type of success in the NBA. So it's unprecedented. And I think a lot of people are waiting for that time for where he's just going to fall off and it's just going to end. And this whole entire thing is going to feel like a dream in the past. But yeah, I think it's going to get to that point where people are waiting for it to go bad. And that's, I think, the biggest fear right now with Isaiah Thomas is that, yeah, he's got a contract issue. But even if you signed him for a max contract, give him the next five years or whatever it is that he wants, when is it eventually going to go bad? Because we don't know. We really don't know. And that and that fact that we don't know, I think that mystery is probably the biggest fear that people have when it comes to Isaiah Thomas. All right, let's get to it. Zach Pelican, I know he's got plenty to say, much like everyone around the uh, NBA world, about this huge <laughs> trade. Zach, who won this trade? Celtics or the Cavaliers? Uh, it's too early to tell. And I know that's kind of a cop-out. No, no, I like that answer. <laughs> you know what? I like it's, that answer. It, it, you know, that it, it, field, it really dude. is, though. It, it really is. Because I, I look at this and I say that both sides really kind of got what they wanted out of a Kyrie Irving trade. Because Boston wanted a player that they knew was going to be the centerpiece and the crown jewel of that team for the next three to five years. That's what Kyrie Irving is. And it's no disrespect to Isaiah Thomas, but his contract situation and uh, all the question marks about his hip and so on and so forth... Kyrie Irving was was a guy that they could go get. They could say, that's our star player, and we've covered that quota for the next five years. On the Cleveland side of things, they still want to win now. So they wanted a player like Isaiah Thomas that they could bring in, that could help them win ball games, and could be a star to go with LeBron James and Kevin Love and give him a shot to get back to the finals again. On top of that, even if LeBron walks away and they can't re-sign Isaiah Thomas, they get to look at this trade and say, you know what? We still have long-term options by having that first-round pick from the Nets coming uh, incoming. And, and it gives them a little bit of versatility. Now they have a few assets that if they want to make a deal, if they want to take that pick maybe in 2018, whatever it is, they've got a little versatility after this deal, which I think they were really hoping to get in terms of the long-term projections of, of what that franchise looks like. So I think both teams, they got what they wanted. I don't know who won as of today, though. Well, way to cop out, Zach. I mean, I was really hoping to... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was hoping to <laughs> no, go the, uh, no, the bitch route. Thank you. I, <laughs> wow, I you, think, you think there's a winner in this trade? Yes, the Celtics won the trade. They got the best player in the trade. The Celtics got the best player in the trade. I don't want to hear, well, you don't know what's going to happen with that Brooklyn pick because they may be better. Yeah, Kyrie is the... This, this always happens the opposite for Boston, I feel. When was the last time Boston actually traded for the best player in the deal? Uh, like Kevin Garnett. Seven times? What do you mean? No, where yeah, you're, Isaiah Thomas. He just said Isaiah Thomas. You know you're getting the, okay. You didn't give <laughs> shit up. It wasn't a block. I mean a blockbuster deal here. All right, a so, blockbuster. Celtics haven't made a blockbuster deal since Kevin. Not Garnett. even just the Celtics. I'm saying Boston as a whole, like as a whole. Like I'm just like saying the city all of four Boston? sports. Yes, the best player to deal is coming back to Boston. Anytime you can get the best player to deal, you do it. Even if you're giving up, maybe was it Randy Moss uh, trade? Okay. Brandon Cooks. Not not a blockbuster. 
you got you got to, you got to figure out the parameters of these. Uh, right. You know what? You know, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. No, Brandon Cooks is not a top ten player in the in the, in the NFL. Right? Oh Chris Sale. No. Where you get a top? Really, yeah, Chris Sale. Chris Yeah. Chris Sale. That's that's a great example. That's a great example. No, that's a great example, Joel. Thank you. I was I was you know you you have me. This is the Celtics version of a Chris Sale deal. You didn't you didn't you didn't. That's it. You didn't edit the filters when you asked that question. That's it. No, that's a great example. I asked you when the last time it was. Boom. There it is. And look how goddamn good Chris Sale has been this year. It's been fucking amazing. All right. This is the this is that's what you can compare this to. Yeah, you know what? You gave up. What who's that guy's name? <laughs> I was gonna say He's all, he's all emotional, like, yes. But who do they give up again? No, they gave up the number one draft. The number one Yoan Moncada. Yoan Moncada. Number one. <laughs> what was prospect. that dude? Number one prospect in the MLB. And guess what? Guess what? You get the you get the still the best player in the deal. And guess what? People can say, oh, Yoan Moncada may be great. Well, guess what? Kyrie is great. Okay. okay? All right. Isaiah. Okay. It's at different points in their career. You get he's a better great player. and he'll outlast LeBron James. Yes. All right, let me that's, play. The, that's the best part. All right, let me let me play a little devil's advocate. Right, a long time ago, or you know, not a long time ago, many many episodes ago, we always we always like discuss that if the Celtics are not making a deal to potentially beat Cleveland or go further, why make the deal? Right. With that being said, mm-hmm. they made this deal. They're still not going to beat Cleveland this year. Okay. Uh-huh. But they don't hurt their chances. I think that's one of the big things, right? Is we were we were I think when we said Well, they don't hurt their chances to meet them in the East Conference Finals, but I they don't they don't beat Cleveland the way this team is right now. But did you beat them before? That's what I I'm heard, saying. You didn't you didn't hurt heard, your chances. I heard a I heard a um over the phone. I don't know. Zach? I don't think they're that far away from Cleveland. I think it I think it's really premature to say this that year, Cleveland has yeah, that they've okay. Now they're all they've resolved all their issues. They're no, that they better. haven't. I mean, we went to Game Four or Game Five last year with a team that didn't wow, have Zach, Gordon Hayward. With no Isaiah Thomas. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can't believe Zach is saying this. Two months ago, after the Southern side Gordon Hayward, I talked about how they could possibly knock off the Cavs, and you suggested that I was under some sort of narcotic. Kyrie Irving and I was, was under on the, the influence Cavs. of some sort of drug. Kyrie Irving was on the Cavs, though. So yes, swapping exactly. point guards essentially <laughs> no, no. puts the Celtics over the Cavs. Okay, I'm I. <laughs> they still have Sweat. LeBron James. The last time I checked, Sweat. Yes. Okay. And you, they had the Celtics' best def- defender. You have a disinterested after Avery Bradley. You have a disinterested LeBron James who all he care, cares about is leaving. See, you're this assuming year. that though. That's, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's what happened. I love about that's all the thing. these. All and these I'll be the first today. one to say if LeBron James leaves. Then yes, this trade is perfect. Oh, what, you, what you gonna do if he leaves? What you gonna What you gonna do if he leaves? I'm gonna what? what, what I'm gonna say you're right. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're trying, trying to get at right now? If he leaves, then boom, Celtics are there. Celtics are in the finals a year from now. But until that happens, until I see that happen, the Cleveland Cavaliers stand in front of the Celtics, and they have the potential what? to get better. And if that does happen, if, if LeBron stays and they do get better, none of that would have happened if the Celtics didn't make this trade. The Celtics planted a seed that could potentially grow into them going into another "quote unquote" dynasty or whatever you want to call that's it, another why, chapter into uh, no, LeBron James' legacy no. in Cleveland. No, that's why I said at the beginning of the episode that all Danny Age kind of did with this trade was just reset the reset the clock may I, to may three I, years. Here, here's here's the trump. That is card. the first thing you said in this episode. Here's the trump card to all of that. I hate. I wish there was a better word to say. You know what I'm saying. Here's the, here's the point. I got you. Here's the point that beats said, all of that. A 45 card. That would have been better. 45 card? <laughs> yeah. What's that mean? He's, He's the 45th president. Oh, yeah. Now you're going to f- give him some credit or something, dude? Well, you made me give him credit Tr- because you asked what it was. All right. Anyways, 
Yeah, don't go down this the is, political this, route with This Sean. is what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck Donald. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> now look what you did. The Cavs with Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder instead of Kyrie Irving are still losing to the Warriors in the finals. Still. This doesn't help them get over the hump they trying think, to get over. You think they're done, though? You think the Cavaliers are not going to make any more moves? Okay, if they do make more moves, I don't see unless they unless they somehow unless they're stupid unless they're absolutely dumb and trade the Brooklyn pick for rental. Let's say we say Demarcus Cousins, right? Yeah. Let's say you trade a Bro- and then you have him for one year and you go all in and they win the championship. And you that's, not gonna, it, that's not going to make them want to stay. I I don't think it makes LeBron James stay still. But does that make them? As you're smiling while you're saying that, does that make them significantly better? And puts them in a good position to knock off the Warriors. Sure, sure. But now you now it now you're short sighted if you're a Cleveland. So if you're short sighted, if you're just going all in for this year and then gonna watch everything uh, yeah, explode out. Okay, it's doing. fine. The best fine. they can do to keep fine. LeBron around. Yeah. Fine. But LeBron has to see, okay, if you're going all in for this year, you can't sign DeMarcus Cousins and to- Isaiah Thomas. And now you lie, and now you see the best player in the draft going to New Orleans. And now you now you have to sit love. there. Yeah, LeBron is not staying. LeBron is not staying. Zach, what do you think? Is LeBron leave? <laughs> you know exactly what I think. Um, <laughs> the, listen, the listeners don't know. I have to pretend <laughs> Pretend I don't know your answer. This is radio. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yes, yes. Because I don't think, just like Sean said, I don't think this team has gotten much better by making this deal, if better at all. And I think ultimately you look at this team – you, I'm looking at the numbers right the now. Cavs, right? The Cavs, right? The Cavs, yeah. There's no way they're bringing Isaiah Thomas back. So unless no there's way. another deal out there, unless they're willing to make a deal with that first overall pick or they pick someone that is so good in that draft, like another LeBron James-type uh, player, which you know some people love Michael Porter Jr., but I'm not putting him on that level quite yet. So unless there's something so earth-moving – and LeBron James looks at Cleveland and says, well, yeah, I can go back to the finals for the next five years with this team. Then, you know, what are we looking at here? We're guaranteeing that 2018 is the start of the Celtics window to go out there, get to the finals, and maybe compete with the Warriors, you know, depending on what happens with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, that other Lakers pick. I mean, there's still so much on the board for Boston right now. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I really can't see a scenario unless the Cavaliers somehow, some way, win a finals this year. I don't see any way that LeBron James finds his way back to Cleveland come 2018. Yeah, I agree, too. And when you say the window, I mean, it's either starts in 2018 if the Celtics can't get over the hump this year against Cleveland, or it's an Isaiah Thomas injury away from starting this year. Like exactly. I, that, that's, that's really what it comes down to. And I know, Joel, don't give me that look. <laughs> everyone, everyone who's on that, that like they're so worried about his hip, he's not 70 years old. I've been worried for him. He doesn't have a replacement <laughs> hip. He's not walking around Listen, like limping with a fucking cane. Now I will tell you this: I talk to old people all day <laughs> who got replacement <laughs> hips. Okay, but, but Isaiah's yeah, it's not it's one Sean's of them. line of work. He talks to a lot of old. Now people. when their hip goes, woohoo! They are not the same. <laughs> but right? Isaiah is not they, on that you, level. We we being we being thirty five and under. Okay, you don't know the pain of the hip. Okay, but he's under you don't thirty five know the pain. too. Once that hip goes, but he's under thirty five as well. <laughs> Once that hip goes, though, bro. <laughs> What's the hip goes up? Is, is this what you say to them? It's <laughs> under sound 30. Like, yeah. sound like this is rehearsed. I, I, I sound like Larry Larry King on the no Larry uh, <laughs> Larry King Larry King's him Larry King's him. Yeah. That's what I thought you were Don going Don King. I'm trying to okay, say. Okay, come on, Zach. If right. if they trade Kevin Love, if they free up that 25 million, 
that doesn't put them in a good good spot. To, but just, especially since LeBron's only going to sign a one year deal anyway, to re up so. both of those guys. <laughs> well, if they you can you're, essentially so you're get saying three they trade away guys. Kevin Love no. just to open up cap space no, you can't. to do what? Let's say in a scenario that they they trade hey. Kevin Love and they get DeMarcus Cousin on an expiring contract, hey. and those three guys can't come to to an agreement to take less money and, and sign both of those all three of those guys. No, Tristan Thompson's still on the books there, bro. You can't sign three max guys there. You can't. Tristan's what at seventeen, eighteen? Is that almost near? He, he, he's at eighteen. He's, he's at, at 18. eighteen. So he's right at right at where Kyrie was playing. So you had two guys, Kyrie Irving and Tristan Thompson, but basically taking up a max deal Cle- that you can now pay somebody. Cleveland doesn't care about. Luxury tax. They're damn well near like a hundred million in luxury true. tax. I know. I they know. They don't give a shit. That's I know. True. And they save some. And they save some luxury tax money by getting rid of Kyrie right now. And don't forget the fact that they take Isaiah's bird rights, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, yes. Yeah, because the season rights. hasn't started yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of ways this this thing could go, but I'm just throwing that out there. But one way, I, I don't see <laughs> what one way what. No, it's no, that was very passionate. Come on, spit it out. No. <laughs> no, he's just gonna I'll spit it out. It. He's just gonna spit out in the middle of while someone's talking. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and then he could go on a rant for like two minutes. I'm passionate about this, man. I'm just I saying. Love Kyrie. I love Kyrie. I'm just saying it's a good move, but it's still a risky one. You just threw the Cavs a life. That's that's my opinion. But Zach, okay, next next on the agenda. <laughs> Sean had the face like he's gonna say something. I want to no, keep one, it this time. I don't want to hear. It. I want to ask <laughs> Celtics. I want to ask one question. Wait. Tell me, tell me, oh. tell me, I'm wrong here. Come right, on, I'll bring it back. correct me if I'm wrong. I should say, did the Celtics take a step back now to go further in the future? How much better are the Celtics? Like really? I I don't think they took a step back at all. I mean, look look at the makeup of the Celtics right now. It, here's the thing. It's Everyone the defense, Zach. Defensively. Yeah. But you're looking at Who the hell's going to guard LeBron James? Tony Allen, baby. Oh, you're looking at this trade in a vacuum. That's the problem. Did they get better with the entire summer than what they were a year ago? That's the question. It's Jason Tatum. It's Gordon Hayward. It's the addition of, of Kyrie Irving. It's all of that that's leading to what this team is going to be in 2017, 2018. It's not just this trade. All right. Well, how and much you look? How much better is 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 Kyrie than Isaiah? I I do agree that he's better. How much better? Really? Um, if, if you ask me, like, like, all right, go ahead. Like we said the other day when we were having our conversation, that I don't <laughs> the, think the as episode. of right now it's a huge difference. I don't think it's a huge difference. I mean, in okay. terms of who's had the better last two years, it's actually been Isaiah Thomas. To okay. Be totally honest. All right. But, so, all right. Th- this is the way I put it. If this is, I don't, I don't even know what they what they're doing this year for NBA 2K, but if this is 2K. Irving's 94, Isaiah's 92, okay? Yep, next next up, enough. next up. Sway, how much better is Gordon Hayward? Fuck up how much 2K ratings. How much? You just brought that up as a legitimate point. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm that's just what saying. you're going to go with? I'm just saying that's how close it is. Okay. Next yeah, close. Next point. He's saying for the sake of argument. Next point. How 2K much better? Sean, shut the fuck up. Sorry, how much better <laughs> of a score is Gordon Hayward compared to Avery Bradley? Uh, significantly. I mean, you're talking about significantly. Yes. 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 I agree. According to averages, it was only about four points. I in in, 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 sixteen, seventeen. The number one guy in Utah compared to what? What was he? The number three guy in Boston? Okay, or maybe he's number two guy. And the numbers—they're not that far off. I mean, okay, last season. How good? Minus last season, but before that? No, you swap. You swap Avery Bradley and Gordon Hayward. You put Avery Bradley on that Utah team. Mm, they but ain't but the, the defense evens out, Sean. They ain't making the playoffs. He's a much better defender than Gordon Hayward. Don't don't kid yourself. Sure, I mean. So if we're talking about who's better, purely better, 
I'm giving it to Gordon Hayward, but it's not by a lot. Let me ask you this then. Would you trade... Guys, we're looking at... The, real quick, guys. We're looking at pretty much the same team we saw last year, but a taller Isaiah oh, Thomas. And that uh, no, taller no, Isaiah Thomas mind, is Kyrie Irving. Okay, slightly better. We still do not know what Tatum is. I think he's going to be great in a couple of years, but we don't know he's going to be that. We don't know if Jalen Brown's going to make that huge leap this season. We right. don't know. These okay. are question marks. No, you're giving this the, the season, pressure, right? the These are them. question marks. Pre- for this season? Yes. Like I said from the beginning, this trade is amazing for the future, but short term, it's the Celtics are not that much but better. All, all They're I'm not saying, that much better than they were I'm saying, though. No. Well, not. why is it amazing for the future, but it's, it's not amazing for today? I know. Because like Thank I said, you. Tatum's window... Jalen Brown's window. Jalen Brown should be coming into his own. If I Kyrie Irving's got a window, should be Kyrie Irving's got a window. Isaiah doesn't have a window. I give you that. The same thing. The same thing we've been saying about Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart hasn't come into his own. Marcus Smart, another person. You, Danny, doesn't have to make a trade for like the next two years. If you ask me, weren't you guys? All these guys have windows. Yes, weren't you guys the guys that were saying minus Horford, high on Tatum after we drafted him. High on Jalen Brown after we drafted him. Yeah, but they're not going to come in and score 16 points a ninth of rookie season, Sean. That's they don't what have I'm to, saying. And they don't. They I don't. agree with that. But what you I'm don't saying, have to you... short term, they're not that much better on paper. Here's the one thing I sort of agree with you on is the Avery Bradley move. But the, the, the conversation to say, oh, well, why did Ainge trade Avery Bradley if he's going to just go out and trade Crowder and Thomas? Well, you obviously didn't know Kyrie Irving was going to be available. Well, we talked. That's the dumbest. Oh, oh, but, but Danny knew. No, but no, we talked. <laughs> no, I heard that today. Yeah, That's but, a but, dumbest. But Sean, all, all four of us talked about Avery Bradley not having a future with the Celtics. We knew he had to go. He's going to command twenty well, something yes. million next summer. Yeah, which I that. get. Which right. I get. Now that you have Kyrie locked up for reasonable money, you could have signed. Uh, you could have paid a little bit, like you know, seventeen to twenty. One mil for Avery Bradley and been okay, but the fact that but but you wouldn't have been able to afford that if you had to pay Isaiah thirty, yeah. right? So that's the thing. Right. But you can't you can't. I heard many people today say, "Well, why did he trade?" I, I that's dumb. Obviously, well, that's what well, that's what Sway is saying, though, right? My they, these you know subtractions and additions. How much really are they better? Like they're before better. the trade, I said, I said they're, they're a little bit better. You know, maybe a couple more wins than last season. You said you said both teams marginally got better. Yeah. Are they going to game eight in the Eastern Conference Finals then? Yeah, they're going to game nine. They're going to game nine. Like, we can't decide this in seven games. We're so good. (laughs) It's going to be a best of nine, bro. It's like the Black Sox back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) They used to go with best of of nine, right? Best of nine, dude. It's like uh, double headers on game four and five. It was on like Tuesday. It was like the the best words in baseball, game nine, guys. Here we go. The sun is shining. They always played it during the day back then, right? Fall fall classic. Fall classic. It's now December 31st. (laughs) Game nine. Happy well, New Year's, folks. It's a little bit cold in here in Chicago, but after this, we'll have a world champion. There's been like seven injuries throughout the series. <laughs> <laughs> right, Can't believe it. the White Sox came back from losing their starting pitcher to hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> On Christmas Eve last night. <laughs> uh, game nine. So you got Carrie, who averaged 25, 26 points last season. Isaiah, who averaged 28, 29. So you know, given uh, Kyrie's new role, he's gonna average. Um, I'm, at least I'm. That's what I'm expecting. Closer to thirty, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about at least top five in scoring. 
because that's this. This is his opportunity. This is what he wanted it to re- be a focal re- point and to run an offense. You replace it. Isaiah's production. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're replacing Isaiah's production. You got another twenty point score on Hayward. Is he going to average twenty points though? Are we expecting that? Who? Uh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, okay. man. So you got two twenty point scores, right? Yeah, which you did not have last year. Okay. Let's say what? Roughly fifty points between the two. All right. So you have. Yeah, Horford, scores, let's say 15 points, right? Is that fair to say 15 points out of Horford? He's, who, he's who knows, that. man? Who knows? No, nah, don't I say don't. that. Don't say that. Come on. He'll get a lot more touches this year. He better. Will he? Yeah, I think he will. Uh, Isaiah is uh, uh, the same hello, type the of ball. Roll. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just said, uh, hello. <laughs> pick and roll. No, pick but. <laughs> it rhymes. It'll be, like, it'll, it'll be like what they did with Ro- um, okay, Gobert. So those are three. You got they, two they 20 point pick and roll people to death in you. Hold on, two twenty point scores, a fifteen point score. Who is it? Who's your fourth and fifth guy? You know, last year you had you had four or five guys that were averaging double figures. Who's going to be that after after Horford? So I you think, have to ask one of those young guys. No, to step I, well, I think <laughs> you're forgetting about Marcus so Morris. Pressure, Marcus Morris is a, is a consistent eight to. 58 right. to I don't, I don't know what he's going to average. I was going to say eight points, nine points. I have right. to predict let's, it. Let's say he averages ten points a game. Right. Okay. Fine. And then okay. you're going to have to rely on Marcus right. Smart. I'll give you that. Oh, so you, like then, you said, you have to rely on Marcus Smart. And then the and two then rookies. The two, the two, well, not the two rookies because Jalen Brown's a second-year guy. The two rookies. <laughs> this is my first year <laughs> no, 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 accepting no, no, no. Jalen Brown no, on the no, Celtics. No, 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 no. Don't do that. So don't he's the rookie that. this don't year. Do don't do that. Don't do that. I don't, you I don't remember him in the playoffs. Everybody that was so high on him last year, if you don't expect him to make leaps and bounds off his rookie season, where towards uh, the end – no, well, towards the end of the year, towards the end of the year, he showed signs, right? He showed signs. So you should expect uh, if if from me expe- expectations from Jalen Brown because I've been sucked into the believer I'm a believer believe Brown a believe Browner <laughs> I'm now thinking that he's going to come in and average ten plus points a game, couple rebounds a game, play really solid defense. His defense has to get much better, which I. And then he needs to be able to he needs to be able to fill Crowder's shoes. That's what I'm expecting Jay, Jay, uh, Jalen Brown to do. That's a lot. Is Last he needs one. to fill? No, but I don't think it is. If if he's a number three, remember they drafted him number three overall. That's a lot. <laughs> you want to bring that up again? That's I'm a lot. So to stuck ask. on that. That's a lot to ask from Tatum. That's a lot to ask. I'm not asking anything Brown. from Tatum. Tatum, no, you, you are. Whatever you get from Tatum, you are. This year, if you think that they're gonna have a chance to beat the Cavs, you are asking a lot of teams. Yeah. Whatever you, you get, better be. Whatever you get, <laughs> because from nobody Tatum, else gonna be exactly doing you, it for him. You no. never know what Marcus Smart. You never know. One but, day he's on, one day he's not. You, but, never, you can't you can't rely on him. See, but this is the thing: you get other things from Tatum. By the way, you I, get I, other I, things from Smart. I, I mean, crowded. you get other things from Smart. You get other things from Brown. The only thing I would want Tatum to do is come off the bench and score, which I think he's perfectly fine with doing. I don't want him to play defense. I want him to play fifteen minutes a night. Put up seven to you know twenty points on a given night. Yeah, he'll have a couple twenty point nights every here and there. I don't care about his defense because he's going to learn. But you're going to get that defense from Marcus Smart. You're going to get that defense from Jalen Brown. You're going to get some toughness from Marcus Morris. Those three players are going to be key to replace what you've lost between Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder. Those are the three. By the way, trio of uh, Smart, Crowder, and Bradley. I I never in a million years thought that Smart would have been the the odd guy to stay. The one staying, uh, right? Yeah, still here. That's I would have. I re- yeah, of course you did. You saw him. I love myself with Marcus. <laughs> All right, Zach. Uh, I don't saw him with us, man. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Just hit me. You said that shit. All right, Zach. If uh, if Thomas doesn't suffer the hip injury, would the Celtics still make this deal or were they just uncomfortable with giving him a max deal regardless? 
Well, like we talked about the other night, I, I think they are. I think they are a little uh, hesitant uh, to give a guy who's five foot nine. I don't think there's much of a precedent for a guy who is this small to be this uh, impactful in the NBA. We haven't seen someone this small have this kind of success. And because of that, there's really no track record for when he's going to fall off or when he's going to come back to earth. I mean, maybe he's this good until he's in his, in his mid-30s. We don't know. We really don't know. But we already saw him come up with a hip injury. Uh, you know, we've already seen, you know, a couple of different – I mean, he's not a – he's a good passer, but is he really an elite passer? So what happens if he's not knocking down shots? What happens if he can't get to the 10 anymore? You know, is he going to be a guy who can run your offense and be, you know, uh, nine, ten assists a night? I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily his game. So it, it's too difficult to kind of judge and project what he's going to be three, four, and five years from now. And I think that's what would have been the hang-up. From Isaiah Thomas's perspective, he feels he's a max player. He felt like, give me the max money. <laughs> I know, no shit, dude. He said it like eight thousand times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, he wants he wants the Brinks drop. He he has said it, and I don't think it's going to change in Cleveland. He's going to want the big money. He knows that this is his one shot to break the bank and and get his family set for you know generations. And I think because of that, I, I I just feel like there was too much of a there was too much of a gap between the two because I think had he come back to Boston and he said, hey, give me you know, $25 million a year. Maybe something could have got done there. But no the way. thing is, he wasn't going to do that. He wasn't going to take that kind of discount on the whole entire thing. So I think Boston gets themselves into a very good uh, contract situation with Kyrie, and they kind of save themselves the pain of trying to figure out whether they could have even kept Isaiah. Because at the end of the day, there's no guarantee that he couldn't have just walked away and Boston walks away with nothing out of Isaiah Thomas. And they don't bring him back. If, you know, we kind of take it all for granted. Oh, yeah, they'll just re-sign him. He doesn't have to come back to Boston. That's not a for, a for sure thing. You know, he could have walked away next offseason and Boston's left with nothing, just scratching their nuts. So, <laughs> All but the you know, I mean, I mean that, that's something to keep in mind, too, in, in this whole entire trade, is that the long term, you've now you've got two, three years of Kyrie Irving. You've got someone who's going to be kind of that, that, that core player for you. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it looks like. Looks like that uh, that Brinks truck could have a Ohio plates on it. I guess nowadays. Nah, nah. It could. It could. All right. Uh, last thing, guys. Real quick. I want to. Okay. I want to ask uh, Zach this question, and then I open up the floor for for both of you guys. Oh well, thank you, man. Uh, NBA. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Sean. <All right. laughs> NBA insider. And when I say NBA insider, I'm don't talk, even I'm say talking it. about the don't. Chris Broussard. No, do not. Sean, stop talking. Do not Chris bring up Chris Broussard. Chris Broussard. Of course, he's got to got to get some of this sunshine with this huge trade that involves the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hate I quote, he says, I will tell you this. I spoke to several executives or text with several executives, and a lot of them were saying that a lot of the players in Boston weren't really quite fond of Isaiah. Now, he said this on his appearance on uh, FS1's Undisputed. He went on to say that we know he had those Stupid problems show. in Sacramento and in Phoenix. I didn't know he was having those issues before I talked to these executives in Boston. He went on to say that Thomas is known as a headstrong guy. He's got a huge ego. Zach, what do you make of that? Any truth to that? Uh, I, th- I think that's a ton of horseshit, to be totally honest. I mean, Al Horford and Gordon Hayward, they've indicated as much as that they came to Boston because of him being one of the reasons why they came there. So I think Chris Boussard is just talking out of his ass as usual. I bet yeah, you- I'll translate that for you. This is, this is what it really means. 
<clears throat> Who's that it? Hi, I'm Chris Broussard, and I haven't been heard from in a long time, so I'm going to make a ridiculous <laughs> statement about a big thing that's happened in the NBA and talk like an asshole. How about you, Colin? That's what that really meant. And, yes. and, and since only four players are left on that Celtics team, a lot the, the chances are no one's really going to dispute it, or maybe one or two players, but not a whole lot of players at this point. You know right? who probably hates so He can Chris, get away with that report. You know who probably hates Chris Broussard? Isaiah Thomas. So he probably... He probably tried to be all Chris Broussard, like, hey, it's uh, Isaiah, the little guy. What's up, man? He's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. And so he just, he's waiting yeah, for he this was, moment. He's, he was bigging him up. Now that he's on Cleveland playing alongside LeBron, he was bigging him up big time. LeBron. I hate Chris Broussard. No, I know. We all do. I, don't, I hate. <laughs> I don't know one person Chris that likes Broussard. him. Never have Why? I ever heard someone Why? say anything LeBron. good about him. Why? LeBron James, huh? When Ange acquired Thomas and Crowder, there were no, like, huge expectations out of those guys. This time around, obviously, you know, you got a, arguably a top 10 player coming, coming to the Celtics and Kyrie Irving, right, with his dribble-dribble offense, and he, he demands the ball probably a lot more than, than, than Isaiah. Is it called mm. the dribble-dribble offense? Well, I like, I like to call it that. I think you just t- coined a term that needs no, to be I think used more good, often. Because I know exactly what he meant when he I said know, that. So but I know, but I've never heard that before. I think that's it a works. term that needs to be used. All right, all right, okay. I appreciate it. That was a great term. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that dribble-dribble. <laughs> so... With everything that's gone on in Cleveland up to this point, right? Yeah. What kind of teammate and what kind of expectations Danny Ainge is, is he going to have when it comes to Kyrie Irving? Like being a locker room guy, being an, and then on the court, being a, a number one, you know, do, do you see that in terms of like Kyrie coming in here and, and, and being the leader or the focal point of the Celtics? Uh, yes. So I, I don't know. I mean, Kyrie wants to put it out there as if he wants to be the leader of a team, the face of a franchise, so on and so forth. That was, that was his excuse to get out of Cleveland. I think we can all agree with that. It was written in the papers. He said more or less as much. I, in terms of him being a leader, I don't, I don't know. I mean, are there really, is there really such a thing as a quote unquote leader in the NBA anymore? Is there, is that really a thing? You know, is there, you know, a John Havlicek out there anymore? Is there a Kevin Garnett out there anymore? It's just, I think well, the leader I, I is, say Le- I say LeBron. you know, it's, I, I, just, I just don't see him being that guy that that rah-rah locker room, you know, Well, said. Isaiah wasn't I mean, that even, guy even, either. Isaiah was still the leader, but he wasn't that rah-rah guy. Yeah, he was, he, just, was a, he was a me first guy true, still true. here. Yeah. I mean, I mean he, 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 I think he embraced Boston in the mentality he had, but right, I mean, right. he's going to get his every single night. If Isaiah didn't get his every single night, then... He was he was upset. Oh yeah, I mean because because when he came when he came out in any fourth quarter, we heard about it the next day. I of mean, course, let's, let's yeah. not kid ourselves. Yeah, especially yeah. Golden State game. Remember that? Even now though this it was is a blow up. this is not to give any any uh, credence to Chris Broussard's comments, but I'm just saying. I mean, they're very similar players. They they're, they're point guards. They're scoring point guards, so they're gonna want the ball in their hands. I mean, that's just their mentality. But I think Kyrie might right. demand the ball a little bit more. So then, in the in the space. And pace offense that Brad Stevens runs. How does Kyrie fit? Yeah, that's my question. Well, I think it's. I think he's going to fit fine. Well, yeah. From from that aspect, think about it. Who on the Celtics is going to have an issue with Kyrie Irving taking the shots? Not Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, he's not going <laughs> to say. Gordon he's not going to say a damn word. Well, we Al Horford. The whole damn team is new no anyway. No shots <laughs> in the entire game. He's fine with that. I just <laughs> that's so true. I don't think there's Al a guy would on never this team that's going to have an issue. The only you person know? who may have a problem with this is Jason Tatum, which I'd love that if he was like, no, I want the fucking ball, man. Like, no, but, yeah, but what if, what if, you know, Brad draws up something for 
Hayward, and it's Kyrie's like, nope, I'm taking this shot. <laughs> you just better hit it. That's and he just really and he keeps doing that. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, hey, he, remember he, remember when he used to draw plays like for Horford fly. and he missed like four of them, and then every other play went to Thomas for the rest of the year. Let's be honest. I mean, uh, Stevens isn't an idiot. He's gonna know who he needs to get the ball to when he needs to get the ball to, and it all depends on results. That's it. One of the things that really disproves s- stupid Brassard is when Thomas gave credit to one person. For his season, it was for Brad Stevens because he said no matter actually, what. Actually, he gave it to Al Horford. He also gave a lot to Stevens, though. I don't know why you have to just, you know. Yeah, yeah that little noise. What was that? <laughs> you strongly disagree, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. He said, he said about Stevens, he said. <laughs> it sounds like, no, this, he, he said this. this My is- coach will always put me in positions to succeed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No matter what the other team is doing, he'll figure out what they're doing and put me in positions to succeed. Yeah. So, Stevens isn't an idiot. Stevens is a great coach, and Kyrie comes from Coach quite, LeBron James. We question him a lot in this postseason. Kyrie comes from Coach LeBron James. Mm. He hasn't had a real coach in his entire time as an NBA player. Yeah, true. you go from Mike frickin' Brown. Oh, Mike Brown wasn't there. Mike Brown was there when he started. Yeah, second stint. I, I got five. Oh, it was a second stint. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then you go to Blatt. David Blatt. Are Ooh. you Actually, fucking kidding? By, by, Byron Scott was in between. Byron Scott. Okay. By, it doesn't matter. Any of Nobody <laughs> is. I'm trying to help you out I'm, with the coaches. I, I know. I'm saying. I'm saying. There, and then Tyron Lou. I'm sorry, Tyron. Probably a great assistant coach. Probably will be a good coach in a couple of years. But you're really not there yet. Especially since LeBron James is actually the coach of that team. So if he can come to a structured system... I know he played 11 games at Duke. Look how good he was at Duke. He still feels like that's his mentality. Good coach, good system, proven. It's just like people can say all they want about AAU basketball players and, oh, this is what they, you know. But Danny Ainge wouldn't have made this trade if he didn't have an inkling that Kyrie was going to come into this team and be okay with playing in a system. There's no way he would have made this trade if he wasn't okay with playing in a system. So I, I – Wait, I think Kyrie wasn't playing in the system. How they can't really talk to Kyrie unless the trade gets done. But no, he they, knows they talk to him. They talk to yeah, Kyrie but per, yeah, project Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving yes. into that spot that yeah. Isaiah Thomas was in. I exactly. think we've already all done it. Yeah, I mean, we know that this is <laughs> if he's playing exactly what Isaiah Thomas's role was a year ago. There's no problems. I mean, let's be honest. There's no problems. He's going to be fine. And I don't think Kyrie Irving. There's no. There's really no evidence that Kyrie Irving is someone who's going to just say, oh, go screw yourself, Brad. I mean, he's deferred no to way. LeBron for the yes. last three years. It's not. There's no record of him ever being a bad teammate. It's just he wanted to get away from Cleveland. He wanted to get away from LeBron. I don't, you know, outside of that, that's pretty much it. Hell. I wouldn't read into it too much. I want to get away from LeBron. Love to get away from LeBron. If but. I could, I would. <laughs> well, this trade shook things up a bit. It shook him. Shook uh, once. He might I stay give, put. I give Danny this, though. Some mob deep on. That dude is always thinking ahead. I know. Always oh, yeah. thinking ahead. You know what well, I mean? He was, quick, he was quick to sign, you know, all the all the players that he drafted pretty much in the last, you know, year, two years, because he was like, I can use these as trading chips because I can't just leave them unsigned. I will say this. I need to say this. No, I will say it. Okay. You go first. But when he signed Shane Larkin, <laughs> everyone was like, what the hell is he doing? He already has, you know, a full roster, but... And then that, that contract ended up being guaranteed for whatever reason. Now we know, hey. We know why. Yeah. There's, another, there's another point guard. 
That's that's waiting for get some minutes as well. So I I wanna I wanna formally submit an apology to Danny Ainge because wow. it seems like I mean ever since that Jalen Brown draft. I hope you're listening, Danny. <laughs> I lost my shit on LeBron on LeBron James. See, LeBron's everywhere on Danny Ainge. It's but on your shirt too. I know. I got my LeBron's a bitch shirt on. If anyone was was trying to look through wandering the, through, through the speakers, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Danny Ainge finally did what I've been waiting for him to do, and he waited for the best time. And out of all of the trades, I'm saying this, even better than DeMarcus Cousins, this is the piece that I would have wanted. This is the piece that I would have wanted. Whoa. Even more Whoa. than DeMarcus Cousins. Wow. And you That's know what? And you know what got us there? You know what got us there? And you know what made this possible? That stupid draft where he drafted Jalen Brown, Zidic, and Yavaselli. Because if it wasn't for that draft, then we would have probably been an asset short or had to give it up something big. Maybe Marcus Smart. Maybe Marcus Smart. <laughs> and I would have been pissed. I'm just saying, Danny Ainge. Or he doesn't cut Demetrius Jackson. We Demetrius may, Jackson. We may have, I, or I may Who's have. signed by Houston, by the way? I may have made fun of you a lot and called you a lot of names. But you've redeemed yourself. And I am in Team Danny Ainge now. This is the second biggest trade no probably not second biggest no actually second, second biggest trade in Boston Celtics history since I've been alive easily alright alright well let me ask you this since you've been alive who, who uh, which Celtics had the best season you've ever seen before oh seven oh eight I mean no I'm talking about a player individual. player seasons I, oh, I, Paul I still have Paul a Paul Pierce Paul Pierce in 2002, 2002. Right. Oh, did I say 2002 yeah, is that how I'm gonna call it now yeah, 2002 2002 yeah. <laughs> over Isaiah Thomas 2017 yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's tough. I mean, Isaiah Paul, never scored forty eight points in a, in a half, like Paul Pierce. Yo, did. but Paul but, Pierce never scored over fifty in his Paul, life. Isaiah Thomas. I mean, <laughs> Paul, Paul Pierce never had to deal. Thomas with, did it twice. Deal with the tragedy that Isaiah did and, and play like that. Like I w- I would say I would say you know what, Tway? I think you're right because that singular season, Isaiah's singular season was summed up in that first round playoff series, in that fifty three point game. I mean, that, that went, meant that went to overtime, right? That meant everything. That was huge. That that was the most emotional. The like the that's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. I've, I've, I've ever, any, I've any ever player, seen by any player. I remember having to explain to my mom. I was watching at my mom's house, and I was like, "This is what happened," and she was just in shock watching it happen. Because like she's a Celtics fan, but she's not tapped in. You know what I mean? Right. So as a casual Celtics fan of seeing what happened and seeing no one happened to him, hands down. Hands down, you know what, Sway? I'm gonna just side with you. I always thought it was Paul Pearson, o- 002. <laughs> Stop saying. That. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go <laughs> Isaiah Thomas in 2016 or 2017. I agree. All right, with that, Zach, we uh, say thank you for chiming in. Of course, we'll get back to you soon. And uh, when the dust settles, I I can't wait for this season, man. That's this is gonna be unbelievable. Go, baby. It's gonna be incredible. Ray. Incredible. Woo! Haven't been this excited for a Celtic season since 07, 08. Can't yeah, say maybe. I've been this excited. What? Are you excited for what? The fucking 2010 team or something? <laughs> this excited? <laughs> All I know is that people are overlooking the Gordon Hayward siding now. Way overlooking That's it. good. That's good. I don't want all that pressure on Hayward. He's a 23 point per game scorer. He's going to average eight rebounds. He's going to put up be one of the best players in the Eastern and Conference. now he should be able to do that more than any time. Yeah, even I know. even if Isaiah's still on this team, I think there would be a lot more pressure on him compared to uh, now compared to Isaiah slash Irving. 
now that, now that Irving's on the team, it's all on Irving. There's barely any pressure on Hayward unless Irving doesn't perform, and then they're like, oh, what the heck? Hayward can't can't take over. Before Zach leaves, Zach. Yo. All right, you got to pick. Boris Diaw or Tony Allen? Who are you picking? Uh, Boris Diaw, just because of our situation right now. What? You wouldn't want Tony Allen? I love Tony Allen. Love to have him back, but we're we're too thin underneath the basket. We got to get somebody who's a little big. Yeah, but Boris Diaw really doesn't. Do big things. Uh, he's pretty big, <laughs> but he is a little bit taller. So <laughs> I guess that. he's taller, but he doesn't do. He's not like I don't know. I'm, I'm a, well, I'm a, what's I'm the deal with Andrew Bogut? He's out there, isn't he? No, stop it. Get the fuck. He, he did All right, bye, Zach. <laughs> bye. <laughs> he, did, he did break his foot. Come on, I'm not gonna lie though. After the trade deadline, I was talking about Bogut though. <laughs> <laughs> like bring him on down. Bring him down. <laughs> Which would have been awful because the Celtics would have paid him like over three mil. Just you know. For, just, just for, for that, just yeah. for forty seconds. Well, that, well, that's why Danny didn't do it because Danny's been down that road a lot of times throughout his tenure. You know who's still on the open market right now? Nerlens Noel. Ooh, yeah. that, we'd have to move a bunch of pieces to get him. He's unrestricted though. If you guys, but, he's restricted. I'm sorry. Yeah, but but he's not signed. I know, but Dallas could match. Yeah. Oh yeah, they could match. But I mean, if you do a sign and trade with Dallas to get Nerlens Noel and you trade yeah. a couple of little pieces, like a yeah. little bit of a yeah. I mean, you know what's going to happen though, right? They're probably going to bring back Joe Green. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Only because he'll be he'll be like cheap. He'll be cheap and he'll be he'd a guy be that less can, than a million dollars. If Tatum, if Tatum has rookie problems, Gerald Green can fill in ten to ten to fifteen minutes a night. Yep. Wow. I'm t- you know I way turn around on way, Gerald way. by yeah, you know. G Green. Hell yeah. All right, he is Zach Peloquin. You can find him on Twitter at Zapsports five oh eight. Zach, until next time. Talk to you All soon, right. man. Thanks, boys. All right, it's about that time, guys. Hey yep. In case you missed it. Oh, in case you missed it, uh, last week the NBA released their 2017-18 regular season schedule. Oh, yeah, shit's going down. There's a season next year, baby. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and the Celtics and the Cavs actually kick off the season on TNT October 17th. Wait, who's playing on the Cavs this year? Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> uh, is it safe to say the highest rated opening night game ever? Ever of yeah. all time, yes. ever of all time, of all time, the of good, all time, ever. The good thing is that they're yes, they're starting extra early this year, about ten days earlier, because they want to limit back to backs. Jesus, give some. What give, time do I gotta wake up? Give teams players. I mean, it's, it's still still a regular <laughs> regular time. Oh, we're right. we're on the east coast. We're on the west coast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ten a.m. What? The Cavs <laughs> on a Thursday. On a Thursday. The Cavs. I gotta work. Everybody calls out. The Cavs don't. <laughs> the Cavs don't play out west. They play. They play in the east. Uh, I got you. I got you. All right. So that's uh yeah that's the first game of the NBA season. TNT on TNT, nice. and then the Celtics play the following night at their home opener against the Bucks. The buggy duggies. The Bucks are gonna be good this year. And then two days later. You'll see Markel Fultz. Three national televised games right in a row? No, no, it's not. It won't be a national television. Oh, that should be on at least yeah, NBA the TV two, fan the, night. The last two NBA, won't be. NBA TV fan night? <laughs> fan better night. be. <laughs> it might be. Is that a Tuesday? No, fan night is on a better Tuesday. Better be a Tuesday. No, what this, is it? This is a Friday. October 20th is on a Friday. Yeah, it's dad's birthday. So, hey, we're, oh, well, I'm going. Let's go. It's not at home. Oh, we should take him. Let's go. Oh, okay. You Let's go. get to Philly Let's get to Philly You want to go to Philly? Yo. I got you. Yo. I got you. My best Sean impersonation. Yo. Philly cheesecake. Wow. <laughs> Try that again. I bet you that cheesecake is probably good too, though. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Try it again. Philly cheesesteak, though. <laughs> that should have changed your life, man. Best cheesesteak I've ever had. It's not what I sound like. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the, the yo part. That's, the, that's all you. <laughs> Go. That's not shot all day. Yo.
<laughs> good or bad. Uh, That's his reaction. <laughs> Whether it's good or bad. That means he's about no. to say a, like if a legit bad, point. Right right after he says yo, it's like, yo, pay attention. Sean no, Brother drops on. When it's on. bad, it's yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. That's what it's about. Yo, it's like, yo, I'm about to drop some knowledge. Like, like you, like you give. Like, lend me your ears. I'm about to say something. Lend me your ears. I'm about to say something. Like you, like you giving Lila beer, our, 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 you know, College Street mascot. Yo, what are you doing? That's not. That's bad. Joe, what else we got? Another other game to look out for. November 27th, the Pistons come to town, which will be Avery Bradley's first appearance at the TD Garden. Well, actually, since the Eastern Conference Finals. When is it? November 27th. Is that Thanksgiving? No, that is Monday, a few days after Thanksgiving. Ooh, Thanksgiving's early this year. Or, or huh? Cyber Monday, wherever you want to look, however mm. you want to look at it. I love Cyber Monday. Video tribute? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. He was the longest tenured Celtic. I at, mean. You know, after like Paul Pierce. Yeah, Paul it, Pierce spent 15 years. He's yeah, been, what, seven? And, and he's not Evan Turner. So. By the way. Yeah. Will the Celtics ever have another captain? Like is are, is anybody going to be on the team it's long gonna be enough? Kyrie. It's, no, no, it's going to no, be no. Al Horford. No, I, I no, no. I, I, Al Horford. Uh, no. It could be Al Horford. The reason yeah. why I bring it up is because I don't because the longest tenured Celtic right now is Marcus Smart. I love Marcus Smart, but he's not a captain. No, but I'm saying I'm not, I'm not saying you give it to him. But my point is there won't. I don't think there'll be another player that will stay with the Celtics for that long. Every Bradley was the closest at seven. Here's what I think. I'm not if, saying I'm not saying he should have been captain too, but all I'm if, saying is if the way the NBA is going, I don't think. Players will well, I feel like the NBA I feel like the NBA sort of phase. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I feel like the NBA sort of phasing that out, which I don't agree with. I think they should bring that back. I, I like that. That's, I that's think something if, that I think people take pride in being the captain of a team. Yeah, if there's a captain of the team, it's Al Horford, one thousand percent. Because I think for this he, group, yeah, I, I think I he mean, brings veteran leadership. I think he brings poise. I think he brings. You know, I've been there. I've done that. I've yeah. seen what I've done wrong. I I know what. I, maybe I can't do it as much as I used to. Is he the Veritech of this team? Yeah. 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 That's a great. That's a great point. I mean, but, maybe but, maybe but, not. But not on Veritech's level yet. But. Yeah, but Veritech had the you know was labeled El Capitan after six, seven, eight years. Just give him a little bit. Right All right. There. Okay. All right. So, well, that means, so that means that means the Celtics are gonna resign him then after if after if, his, if his, they his, resign him to the veteran minimum. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, and those years are gonna be like fourteen million. Yeah. The veteran minimum. This year, Al Horford's the uncaptained Uns- captain. The unspoken yes. captain. Yes. First NBA Christmas Day game in Boston ever. Who we playing? The Washington Wizards for the, the first time. Is it there ever? I think, ever. I, thought, I think the. No, you sure? I'm sure. You I know why? They, you know why? There was one 53 years ago, but it was they played at Madison Square Garden and they tried to make it seem like it was neutral ground. So that. That's crazy. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It was weird. Mm, that's weird. Yeah. You guys yeah, going? On Christmas? <laughs> Would you? I want to go to the next game. Well, yeah, was that was my next game. You wouldn't rather chill with your fam? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe so, I'll go. Washington doesn't there? even like dislike these guys. It's a completely different team now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't even know these people. Washington and, is like, and Marcus Morris is on the team yeah. too, man. It's like his brother. His brother's like, yo, what up? John Wall is in the middle. Someone's going to ask a stupid question. Uh, so, guys, so, you know, now it's just another chapter in the robbery. They're going to be like, what fucking robbery? Half the squad is not there anymore. Ask we had Marcus be- Smart that We had question. beef with Isaiah Thomas. We had beef with fucking Kelly Crowder, Olenek. especially. Crowder. Smart, smart. You know. Smart got in Wall's face. Yeah, the first yeah, smart and Wall started the whole thing. It's just one. Thing. It's just one guy. Smart and Wall started the whole thing. But one guy. They got no beef with, with Kyrie. Smart's gonna be showing. They got the no beef with, Cor- with, with Gordon. Smart's gonna be showing the rest of the team the uh, the, the footage from the last two seasons. Yeah. Well, to start the new year off, it makes his return to the TD Garden for the first time on January third. Ooh. And the Celtics take on Damn. the Cavaliers in Boston. In Boston, kid. He's gonna Yo, get emotional. Fucking Boston. He's coming the back. The fucking dude. Garden, dude. He's coming back to the Garden, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh shit, dude. <laughs> 
Isaiah Night Dude. Oh, shit. Wait, are they retiring? Pierce's number that night, dude? No, dude. Oh. That's a month later, dude. Oh, fucking dumb kid. Somebody told me that the other day, dude. No, 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 no. no. This is good. This is good. This, this night will yeah. be Isaiah yeah. Night. Yeah, this is Isaiah Night. Oh, He sorry. gets emotional. He gets, he gets, it's separate. Guarantee you he it's gets separate. emotional. He will get emotional. They're going to have the best it's tribute separate. video of all time. I'm anyway. talking about the timeout's over, the game's still going, and everyone's still on their feet clapping. It's going to be yeah. that good. No, I, that, that is exactly what I want people to know is that they're not going to stop clapping isaiah should be loved isaiah should be loved yes no one should be talking shit about isaiah today. no you can't you can't no, no made, one should be talking look, shit about isaiah. Personal, anchor personal, this rebuild on a personal standpoint like he made a believer out of me all right i was like yeah he's a, he's gonna be an all-star you were a six-man guy you were a six and man i was like yeah well, who, I, 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 I mean who wasn't <laughs> when he got traded here who when thought he got traded? Yes, yeah, who was. thought Isaiah wasn't going to be – or was going to be more than a six-man? But with the conversation, when the conversation started of, oh, can he be a leader? Can he be a number one? Mm-hmm. After, after what I saw against Miami last December, 50-some-odd points, mm. and an overtime Yo, win. When they I saw went, that live. I saw that man. live. I've never seen anyone in person score 50 – 52, was it? 53 points? 52. 52, because 52. He, did 50, he did 53 against Washington. Yeah, right? okay. that's right. 52, 53. 52 yeah, points. Yeah. I saw Booker do the 70. Well, oh, I mean, that's true. But still. It wasn't the same. It's not the same. No. It's not a, you're doing it a loss. It wasn't a Celtics player. You know? <laughs> I'll talk about a Celtics player. I got you. For as many times I've been to the Garden and the Fleet Center. I mean, Yeah, because with a Celtics player, you're watching every... Boston Garden before that, then yeah. From start to finish, I feel like with a Celtics player, you're sort of more watching every step of the way. You know, I mean, you could say the same about Phoenix, but like you you never got the impression that the Suns are going to win that game I had no clue Booker had like... 50 points until I yeah because the, and I was like because it was kind yeah, of because, the same thing with, with Isaiah though. remember when he hit 30 I was like well oh, yeah quite 30. okay yeah yeah it and was like, it was a bit it was kind of the same thing but the biggest difference was like that Celtics Heat game was much more competitive than the yeah, Celtics Suns yeah, game yeah. well I will like, say you this. knew no matter how many points Booker was gonna get that they were gonna lose that game as impressive as it was and it was impressive I feel like the Isaiah Thomas game stood out because one I mean no Celtics ever done that and two he did it. Where the game was competitive up until like what the last minute, right? I mean, yeah, it was like yeah. yeah. I think when he hit that three point, that, that four clutch point, three, five yeah, point yeah, game, yeah. and then he hit that three, and then he went to the line a couple more times, you know, yeah. boosted his stat a little bit. It was at forty nine, and then right. You know, you know what my favorite Isaiah game was was Game Seven against the Wizards. Even though it wasn't like the best game of his, he that was his second to last game. He came up as a Celtic, huge. Like not here, Kelly Olynyk. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, maybe you can you can talk you can talk about Kelly Olynyk <laughs> taking the scene. But Isaiah Thomas in that game was by far that was to me that was his the biggest moment on the biggest stage in the the biggest game in recent Celtics history. Yeah. Post Paul Pierce Celtics history. Yeah, first first game seven in like five years. Isaiah Thomas came up huge, and I think he had like 30 points that night. Like yeah. he. And he had big buckets, but he started off that game cold, I believe. Well, I, I got to say that was game one Turn of that around. series on his sister's birthday. Mm. That was crazy, 53 too. points. That was crazy, too. Overtime. If I, I got to say, looking back on it now, if the Celtics don't win that game, I don't know if that game, that series goes seven. No, it definitely doesn't. Because, you know, the Wizards would have had all the momentum. Court. The Wizards would have had all the momentum in the beginning of that series. Yeah. I said earlier, one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen in my life. Incre- fifty three, incredible, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. If there's one thing that's that, that stand, just like that series thing, overall, though, but if it's that, that one thing that stands series, out from Isaiah the most, it is that performance. Like that, pretty much defined his entire season. Well, in one I, game, I agree one thousand percent. But I mean, I think the game seven magnitude of like 
win or go home. Yeah, that's true. That stuff stands His out to me. His first game seven. Right, ever. Yeah, ever and, yeah. and like, to get to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first yeah. time since Pearson Gardner were here. Who saw that coming? Right. No one No did. one. And, and that was like the, is this team legit? This answer the question right here, right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, the 53-point game was emotional. It was crazy, but especially especially coming off of that game six, yeah, yes, where, with John Wall, the way that it? ended, yes, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, Isaiah missed the final shot, so yes, to, to clinch the series. That's true. I, I'm just, yeah. I think game seven to me, oh, what a great series! Wow, to, I would, I that would love. Why aren't they playing that shit on NBA TV, bro? Speaking of which, how the hell the biggest one of the biggest trades of the offseason, and they can't cut the fucking 2016, not even the 2017, the 2016 NBA Finals was a game six, game seven, and they were repeating on NBA TV to to talk about. This trade or just mm. break it. They yeah, never broke the. They never broke the trade until until like nine, ten o'clock. What last you didn't want to hear? What Dennis Scott had to think about it, man. <laughs> I love hey. how I love how we just continue hey, to just trash NBA TV. Three D, what you got? They change their logo, but they don't change their ways. Well, you know, it looks like that uh, Kyrie Irving's gonna be wearing the green. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what you would get from NBA TV. Then but just to break the news, your Dennis, NBA TV though. Dennis Scott. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, oh, you know it's a little crazy. You know, uh, no uh, one saw this coming. <laughs> the way he talks. I, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone could have uh, predicted this. No, my favorite. My favorite is uh, Steve Smith. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> hold on one second. We can't forget about the Washington Wizards <laughs> or the Toronto Raptors. Oh, you know after this trade, you know after this trade. Yeah. Well, hold on one second. I mean, you know, let's, let's, let's not forget. You know, I mean, everyone, uh, this, everyone, is, this is Kyrie Irving we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is, and this now is, he's in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> and he's always, he, always talks, he always talks with his hands, so he's just like, you know. Sucks. You, know, you, can't, you can't, can't gloss over Washington. You can't, you know, forget about Toronto. <laughs> but <laughs> Kyrie going to Boston is huge, though. Then Greg Anthony. I mean, Brad Stevens along with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> then Mike Fratella comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking czar. He always comes. He has, like, no neck now. He's no, just, he's just like, there. The he's just... Let's just book it right now. Cavs, Celtics, Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> <laughs> what accent is that, by the way? I don't even know it's, that it's called a New York greasy accent. Uh, That's what that, that is. That is what that is. Greasy so, as fuck. January 3rd <laughs> is when Isaiah makes I hope his, people are, his I hope return people are, back like, to like Boston. laughing and smiling when they hear this segment because <laughs> <laughs> we're having way too much fun for, for them not to enjoy it the way we are. I know his name. They're going out to they're going out to London. London calling. London calling. <laughs> I'm going, motherfucker. January 11th. I'm going. I'm traveling. John, you don't have tickets. Wow. Oh, they they don't have boarding passes. You're not going yet. They take on going. people take believe on, in you. Markel Fultz, Sean's boy, still. I'm going. Causeway shit will be in the building, apparently, according to Sean. Yeah, this, this, is, this is my game plan. British Let's, Airways, book it. <laughs> Let's, start up, <laughs> Let's start up a GoFund. This, this podcast. A GoFund for Sean. This podcast Send Sean to, you, to London. This podcast brought to you by whatever airline will fly me to London. <laughs> and then also, the In Case You Missed It is brought to you by whatever hotel will pay for me to stay <laughs> in London. And then... Uh, CLNS is a great sponsor who hopefully give me passes into the game, and then I'll buy my own Manchester United tickets because I think they play West Ham United that weekend as well. So I'm in, dude. Well, if you go I'm with the, in. If you go with the FC guys. The podcast FC guys, I can go. see if they there can get go. it. There we go. Full circle. I think you guys are on to something. Full circle. Book it. Done. And then the game that every Celtics fan is waiting for a month later, this is February crazy. 11th. This is crazy. Paul Pierce makes his return. Four three <laughs> makes his return 
to Boston to retire his number 34 jersey into the TD Garden rafters. There we go. Rightful place, rightful time, rightful everything. Here's the kicker, though. It happens after they take on the Cavaliers again. Not before. Ooh, I, I like that. I that means, that, that means they're going to take their time. A little after one. party. They better not stop serving beer after the third quarter. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> they probably have to. <laughs> not if they have a. Not, everyone, everyone's going to be drinking before the game. Hey, thinking that oh, it's going to be before the game. But then when they realize, wait, this everyone's is everyone's going to be like, did it, did, this it get, is what, did it get canceled? Wait, 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 this is what's going to happen. Where's Paul When Omarion, when Omarion used to play after the Celtics games, did they stop selling beer? This is what's going to yes. happen. I'm telling you right now, Sean's going to get tickets. He's going to miss the entire game, be across the street drinking, and he's going to go in <laughs> for the Paul Pierce ceremony. <laughs> That's what Paul, <laughs> the Paul Pierce ceremony is more than enough for Sean's whatever. What's it going to be like two hundred bucks for that seat? What two hundred? I'm, that, I'm spitballing right me. now. Well, whenever you listen to this podcast, it's probably going to be close to like 500. My right guess now, for my, like a balcony seat. My guess balcony seats are going to max out at about 350. Like if you keep waiting between now and you know closer to that game, you're probably looking at like a grand in the balcony. <laughs> Scott was going to be like you might. They might. They 200 might, bucks, guys. They might do bucks. standing room on the catwalk up top where the banners are. Now I like the promenade. <laughs> promenade. Or that too. That's the spot to be that night, though. Those are probably luxury seats that night. You actually see the like banner at the top. Yeah, Paul Pierce will look like an ant. No, but you, but you have the, the best view yes. of the, the, the numbers. That's two weeks after the Super Bowl, too. Or maybe one week after the Super Bowl. So Brady may win Super Bowl number six, and then Pierce gets his number retired. Imagine the euphoria. I wouldn't be surprised. Imagine the euphoria you I wouldn't be surprised if Brady's there. Just shows up. Oh, Brady 1,000% will be there. The, book it. Book it. Book it. It's going to be a lot of surprises there. You're going to be right. surprised at people you see. I mean, obviously, I think Kevin Garnett's going to be there. You know, guys you, that you would expect. But, hey, don't be surprised if you see, I don't yeah. know, Kobe Bryant. Or if you see... Mm. Rick Pitino? Rick Pitino. <laughs> Tuan? Tuan's definitely got to be there. Tuan's going to be kicking it with Tommy and, and, no. and, and Mike Gorman during oh, the game. Our yeah. buddy Kenny Anderson? Kenny Anderson? Kenny Mike Payne? Nah, he's going to be there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he'll be center stage, but he'll be there. <laughs> I don't know. Invited back to the uh, Celtics reunions and stuff like that. I don't think he really likes the Celtics. Vin Baker, think he's gonna make an appearance? Hopefully, Vitaly Potapenko still alive <laughs> to come out. Still alive, maybe he works for the works for the Cavs. What about Ray Allen? Vitaly Potapenko works for the Cavs. Yeah, he's one of the assistant coaches. What? Is Ray gonna come? Uh, I don't know. Ask well. Is uh, what's the guy's name? <laughs> Judas. We're gonna get a quick reunion. Walter. Hey, I wonder if Kevin Garnett will be there. I don't know. He'll probably, uh, probably Paul will probably so try to like pass that up between between now and then. I think. No. I think Paul. No. I think Paul's more interested in anybody to get that patched up. To who's, be honest, who's the strangest guy that'll be there? The strangest. Let's see. Like um, Joseph Forte. That would be nice. Brian Stith. Kendrick Kendrick Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Stith's gonna be there. <laughs> Brian Stith. Oh, Yeri Welsh. Yuri. We're just gonna go through like all like all his teammates right now, are we? <laughs> Mike James is going to uh, he's gonna Mike say James. a speech. Chucky Atkins, three on three guy. Chucky Atkins, Chucky Atkins, Gary Payton. I think he'll be there actually because oh, he's, he's the West Coast guy. You know, there we go. I gotta get back to you on that. No, seriously, I think it's gonna be someone like that that you least expect is gonna be there. It's gonna be like Randy Brown. <laughs> no, not Randy Brown. It's gonna be <laughs> Tony Delk. Someone random. Mil Palacio. Mil Palacio, baby. <laughs> that would be pretty random. <laughs> No, who am I thinking? Somebody. <laughs> oh, thinking of somebody good. I'll get back to you. Somebody good. Hmm. One, oh, actually, one other game that I, did, I forgot to mention. When they take on the Golden State Warriors at the Garden, mm-hmm. that should be interesting now that Kyrie is yeah. a Celtic. Yeah. And when they head out to Golden State on January 27th, 
Will it be three years in a row that they beat the Warriors in Oracle? Mm. We could shall be. see. It could be. <sighs> Not we shall lie, see. I think those games are when you're going to miss Isaiah Thomas and Jake Crowder, but those games only. <sighs> Gordon Hayward's first visit to Utah will be until the end of March, March 28th, out there on ESPN. Celtics will be televised on national TV 25 times at least, if you don't count the NBA TV shit. You know, ESPN, right. TNT, ABC. Well, I hope that the Morris twins fight. That'll be a bigger build. Probably than... won't. All right. On that note, <laughs> oh, uh, wrap by, this one up. By the way, by the way, <laughs> final call. Final call. Final call. McGregor or Mayweather, who you got? Uh, Mayweather. Mayweather. Even though I want, I want McGregor to do it, but he won't get paid if he decides to start kicking. <laughs> but imagine how much money you would win if you put your money on McGregor. Yeah, right? So I'm going in a twist. What? Someone's going to interfere? Mike Tyson comes Mike out of Tyson nowhere. Mike Tyson comes out of nowhere? All right. As, a, as, as the ref. WWE. Oh, yeah. he's the ref. <laughs> and just pins both of them, dude. That's it. No, I got I got, I got uh, Mayweather. This, in case you miss it, is brought to you by CLNS. When you want the best. The CLNS mobile app. Make sure you download that bad boy to your iPhone or your Android for the best and online sports coverage. You can also listen to the Causeway Street podcast on the app. That is the CLNS mobile app. And that's it for... In case you missed it. Make sure you head to causewaystreetblog.com for your initial reactions to uh, the Celtics trading for uh, uh, Kyrie Irving and what Danny Ainge had to say about his new point guard, Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder. Causewaystreetblog.com. All right. All right, perfect. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. Give us a rating. And make sure you follow us on uh, all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Anything else you guys want to add? No, it's about it. <laughs> Until next time. All right, guys. We up out of here. Later. Peace. And I know it's gone.